Welcome to, what is this, week five? <clears throat> I think week five, yeah. Uh, week five of the podcast of Ordinary Gentle People. Um, we have our usual, our normal two here today, me and Mike. Uh, we Yo. also have uh, our, the prodigal son has returned. Uh, we've recepted him with open arms. Um, Mr. Zach Busher is also joining us. Zach, you want to say hi? Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone? I hope everyone's having a great night. And as you can tell, he also in the, in his time off, he did not prioritize getting an actual mic. I I, I, I thought about this when I was uh, when Mike when me and Zach were talking previously, like right before the we started recording. Um, Zach actually worked. His profession is speaking to people, like f- with bet with betting questions over a he- like over a headset over the phone. So you would think someone whose profession is to do that would have like an, a mic that wasn't out of like a iPod nano box but nonetheless we have Zach with the, the typical headphones still no comment <laughs> what do you Fair wear enough. at work do you wear do you wear like you got I can see you at work with like I get I, liter- I literally get a headset and oh, then that's boy. it nothing else oh like you like a, you want fries with that headset <laughs> I can't talk shit. No. I've had to wear those. Um, I was gonna say the one who worked at Panera. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't have we don't have a drive-through, so we don't have to do that shit. But um, yeah, nonetheless. Not yet. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, plan for this episode. Um, sorry, I'm, I've been talking a little quiet today, so try to try to yell into the mic here. Um, plan for today is to do uh, our usual fantasy draft. Um, I have to... uh, I made a decision um, earlier in the week uh, where I have to face the fire. Um, So I will do that. Um, I'm I'm a man of principle, and uh, I said I made a claim earlier in the year, and I went back on that claim. And, uh, yeah, so I I gotta face the music. I gotta... gotta, I gotta face the flame. So we'll go Zach, over that Zach as well. Zach has no idea yet. Yeah, Zach we'll, has no clue. I'll, I'll, fuck, it's gonna be hard to break. We'll it make down. it. Yeah, we'll make it a, a surprise for Zach, unless Justin brings it up. He's gonna be so disappointed in me. He's oh, <laughs> gonna be so disappointed. Okay. Um. Yep. Zach's so, gonna pull out the "I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed." Yeah. So. Uh, so we'll go over that. Uh, we're gonna do our fantasy draft. Also a bad week for me in general. It's I don't know if you can tell, but it's been sports wise, it's just been a rough week. Uh, betting wise, fantasy wise, it's I'm feeling down. But luckily, um, I've bet uh, my life savings on the game tonight. So fingers crossed, tomorrow everything will be better. Uh, and if you don't hear from me tomorrow, well, what's it was the a good line? Run. What's the line that we need to be rooting minus, for so that people can look back on this? Bucks minus six and a half. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we also have Justin on today. Uh, he's going to be on. I know we said it last week it was going to be a short episode. Then ended up I think being the longest episode. Um, that's because me and Mike just started ranting. Um, but Justin has a hard out at eight thirty, so he will definitely only be forty five minutes if it goes that long. Um, so hopefully a little bit shorter of an episode this week. Um, and then we also I also prepared waiver woes. Uh, interesting week on the waiver wire. Uh, I'll give you a quick highlight. Chris tried to get multiple people, failed on every single one. Just had someone take him up <laughs> off him. I just, I, great to see that. Um, sorry, Chris, tough day for you. Um, 
But yeah, so I mean, if you want, we can get right into this. Mike, you, Mike did all the math this time because I was just too depressed to even look at the numbers. Um, so Mike, you want to give a recap of what ended up happening with last week? All right, so I have the I have the scores from um, from last week's regular fantasy draft with uh, with our teams, and the pendulum is swinging in my direction, baby. That's all I gotta say. I, I feel good about my picks this week. The final score of last week was my team scored one twenty nine point four three, Kyle's team scored eighty two point eight eight, which I believe is not the lowest score, but the third lowest score behind yeah, me Zach, and Zach Week One. Yeah, Zach was not present, so he never got to face the fires. But the one and only draft that Zach did, I believe he had a total of seventy nine. Seventy nine. Yeah. Um, to give you some, uh, some. I can go back to that. Actually, I have it here. Right, you, don't, you don't need to rub it in my face, that, Zach. We don't, I think we don't, last week no. I scored one forty-five. Yeah. Okay. So I almost uh, your yeah. Score. Just, just Zach. Zach, Zach that week had, <laughs> Zach that week had Melvin Gordon, Darius Slayton, Darnell Mooney, Zach Moss, Jared Cook, Cardinals versus the Jaguars, Jacoby Brissett, and Greg Zerloin. Yeah. And Zach, you know what's funny about that? Probably my defense points. was my highest scoring uh, player. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> But you you know what you know what's funny about that the next week you missed it I picked Zach Moss on my on my team and he scored like over 15 points. Well, okay, Zach Moss, you disappoint me. You know I just picked you because of your name and you. You just don't know how to get your players to play with that fire, man. That's all I got to say. Egg. It's cool. I get it. Yeah, if you give me a second, actually give me a second just to do the math real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, so it looks like your entire your, if you add all your wide receivers together, I think they had a total of two. Point seven points. Uh, so that's a tough look, Zach. That's a All tough right, I'm look. gonna go like um, this is a full PPR. League. I might, I might yeah. go walk off the wall <laughs> and then bridge and just say kumbaya. No one knows what that is. None of uh, us. That's are right. From I'm from F- Jersey. Fuck me. Never mind. Round of applause. Round of applause for uh, Zach realizing that he is. It's from a Jersey. great night. That was a. It's a great night already. You know, sometimes I think to myself, maybe Zach doesn't have. Maybe there's something missing, and then you come with stuff like that. I'm just like, you know what? No, this guy, this guy's onto something. Um, <laughs> All right, so you want to get into this week, um, Zach? Are you joining us this week? or Are you going to provide some color commentary? I can do on color commentary because I've really had maybe five minutes to prep, Not, so right now. I'm kind of yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Unprepared. That's okay. Um, Thanks. All right, so I don't know uh, who drafted first last I, week. I think that you took. Hold on, I'm looking. I don't think I went um, first. No, you no, I think went first, I did. I, I took Mike Evans. Prior, yeah. I took Mike Evans with my first pick. Yeah, so you're up first this week. All right. Oh, um, I, there, there are like three specific players that you could take that I feel like are just obvious. Yeah, I'm not taking backup running backs. I'm not taking Devontae Booker. Um, I don't like him this week. Um, so um, that's probably one of the ones you're thinking about. Also, Damian Williams. I'm not taking him this week. So. Uh, if that's someone that you're talking about, then you'll be fine. You'll get him. Um, I think. I think what I'm going to do for my first pick. I'm going to take Deontay Johnson. Um, oh my gosh! This from the Steelers. So um, that is because they are playing Seattle. Seattle just lost Russ. Uh, they also just lost Juju. Um, which I guess really settles the, du- the Juju DJ Moore debate um, in my favor. Um, but I do think the Steelers finally did catch a little bit of heat. I think they're going to start picking it up on offensively a little bit more. Granted, Najee popped it off. So um, 
Deontay Johnson's kind of been killing it in general. He's kind of been one of those underrated um, like wide receiver ones. Uh, so I'm going to take De- Deontay Johnson uh, versus Seattle as my first pick. All right. Yeah, that's a good pick. And with my first pick, I will take Chase Claypool. Um, also from the uh, same team with Juju out, those targets have to go somewhere. It's going to be Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Najee Harris all day. Um, so for basically the same reasoning as you did, Deontay Johnson, I'm expecting to have more targets, but I'm expecting Chase Claypool's target share to grow with Juju out because he is that like that like deeper target. Um, and then with my second pick, um, I will take one of the uh, backup running backs, but not the ones that you mentioned. I'm going to take Khalil Herbert versus Green Bay. You know he has open um, toes. Does he have 11 toes? Mm-hmm. He's from Tech. How did you find that out? Oh, he's yeah, he is from Tech. Duh. Yeah. I watched a lot um, of Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert was next level when he was here. It was, yeah, he was a I mean, really fun person to watch. Is he a rookie this year? Yep. Yep. 11 yeah, toes. So, All 11 yep. first year the, in there. The 11 toe rookie wonder. Um, I uh, He's going against Green Bay, which probably isn't the greatest matchup, but um, I think this is going to be the only week that he's going to be relevant he's the only one left in that backfield so i feel pretty confident that he'll get uh, a majority of the work um and yeah i mean i i've uh, like i've seen him play before probably not as much as you but i mean if the talent's there maybe uh maybe it ends up being a breakout kind of performance for him no he's gonna be uh to me he like uh he matches He's like a. He's gonna be definitely more like a like a wide receiver back. So he's gonna be like he's like a little bit little heavier, like a Giovanni Bernard type. Like I think mm-hmm. that's his role that I will kind of will kind of stick with. Um, I wanted to say Deion Lewis, but he's not that small. Deion Lewis is like a pure, pure he's tiny, back, tiny, pure receiving back, pure change of pace back. Uh, Clue Herbert's not that, but Clue Herbert is good. And he's very well rounded too. Uh, actually, when he played at Tech, he also played kick returner for us, which was electric. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think it's an unfair advantage that he has 11 toes because that's just that's like <laughs> it makes him faster. Yeah, it's like he has <laughs> it's more just traction, that little extra he, strength. Yeah, just, uh, I would like to see his lifting numbers. I would like to see like how much he squats. Also, I just want to mention that we just lost Zach entirely. He's gone. Oh yeah, the, yeah. We should also mention that there's like I guess I guess there's a child in his room. He didn't say if the child is willing in the other room. or anything like that. <laughs> so um, it, that it's not our fault. I, I don't know. I just let's hope that. He's also having internet issues. God, no. It looks like, if you look at his video right now, it looks like he's, like, in a hostage situation. Like, it looks like it just doesn't look good. Um, I hate you. With that being said, um, I am going to pick uh, a running back, uh, and this is going to be uh, probably my highest pick yet. Um, with last week being rough, I'm using a lot of my high picks this week. Um, just I just need it, just mentally I need to bounce back week. So um, I'm going to take Najee. Uh, he wasn't taken in the first round. He was taken in the second round, so he's still eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, I had him on my list, but so I'm gonna I, take I wasn't n- planning on taking him with the wide receiver. So what? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I do, like I said, I think, it's, I think the Seattle offense is going to be irrelevant. So I think just, I think, um, I think uh, the Steelers are going to have the ball the majority of the game regardless. Uh, Najee did pop off uh, last week, and I do think that the Seattle is going to game plan for Najee, but I think that that, that offense is just going to be going to have the ball so consistently during that game that uh everyone's going to eat Najee included um so I think I think I can I think I'm guaranteed a touchdown from Deontay Johnson and from Najee uh so I like them both 
uh, and I'm going to use them both uh, for this week. Um, and then I am going to take Joe Burrow. Um, so I'm taking Joe Burrow versus Detroit. Against, yeah. Um, I, Detroit is a fiery team. Um, I just don't think they're talented enough to really keep up with the Bengals. Um, granted, Joe Burrow is dealing with a little bit of like a throat injury. Um, Zach, you probably know a lot about throat injuries in general. I just, um, you know, that's, that's a blowjob joke, Zach. I'm I forgot we were in seventh grade again. <laughs> Zach was so confused. He had no clue what was going on right there. That was um, fantastic. He was like, I've never had a throat injury. I'm thinking like you're making fun of like an injured player that I like or something. And I was just like, <laughs> all right. Like. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Uh, I just don't, I think that defense still has a lot of holes at Detroit. Uh, I love Dan Campbell. Um, but I do think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Joe Burrow has been playing well. A lot of weapons, so I'll take Joe Burrow. So right now I got Deontay, Najee, and Joe Burrow. Awesome. So um, I'm actually going to go off that before you get a chance to take Jamar Chase um, with that little Joe Burrow stack. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, Jamar Chase has just been on, like, an absolute tear that no one saw coming because of the absolute sheet he put over our eyes at the beginning of the season. Um, but, yeah, he's he's just been – great against a weak defense um you can expect joe burrow and him to connect on probably multiple deep balls um he's been getting a lot of targets so he he's just been looking really good every week and um i think this is not only the matchup to use it but also to kind of limit the damage that maybe joe burrow does against me on your team um so just kind of like strategic pick there um uh and then for my last uh, i'm gonna take my other running back then I'm going to take uh, Miles Gaskin against um, Jacksonville. Uh, so he's another person who's been, or another player who's been receiving a lot of work. That Miami backfield has given him zero competition, um, and for the rest of the year, he's probably going to be like the the workhorse running back for them. Um, so I feel really good against a plus matchup. Um, I think this is uh, he score like two probably one last more. Week? Uh, he probably had a down week last week. Who did, they, they played uh, Tampa played Bay, the right? Bucks, yeah, but I think he literally had like three carries. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm just gonna throw that week out. We saw what every running back has been doing against the Bucks, so um, that that game plan just doesn't work. So yeah, yeah, um, total of five carries for 25 yards. Yeah, oh no, I mean, but he we, popped off passing wise. He had oh fuck, I didn't see that. Oh, then I don't know. I'm tripping. I don't know what game I'm looking at. He had like week four. He had like ten targets, I believe, in the passing game. Yeah, he popped off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm tripping. He's the only one in that backfield who's being used. So it's like if it they're was the passing, week, if they're running, the week prior, the week before, the week yeah. prior, Malcolm Brown had eight carries for twenty three yards. He had two carries for three yards, and that was it. Not yeah. a single pass. I'm so totally I'm fine sure with taking him with here, though. Yeah, I it, I'll throw that week out. I, I don't have any problem with it. The gas man. Um, I will take him this week and just bet on a good week against a plus matchup. Fair enough. All right, so then I am going to take uh, my tight end. I will take uh, Mark Andrews uh, versus the Chargers. Um, Again, he's going to be a high pick. Uh, He's been kind of dead until last week where he popped off against uh, the Colts, or not last week, I guess it was Monday. 
Um, great game. Uh, I'm tr- I want to get the Ravens while they're hot because there's no way they can win all the games that they're winning like this. I, I think they're going to eventually cool off. Um, Lamar's playing incredible right now, and I just don't think, like, unless... I don't know what's wrong with the team. To be you think he's you. a fraud? Um, you think he's a fraud? We can we can get into it a little bit more. Is I don't the the Ravens are a big question mark for me right now. So I just want to get Mark Andrews right when he started to get really hot Monday, and I'm hoping that that kind of carries over. Uh, the Chargers just let up 42, 42, 38 points, something like some ridiculous to the Browns, something that shouldn't have been given up. Um, yeah, so, forty-seven or um, no, forty-two. You're right. Yeah, and they also gave up a lot of points to David and Joku, who we'll also mention again during when we hit waiver woes. Um, but uh, so David and Joku popped off against the Chargers. I think that shows that there's a pretty big weakness uh, somewhere within that linebacking core. Um, I don't think that was a schematics issue. I think it was just a personnel issue. Uh, granted, David and Joku is a pretty big matchup beater. Um, Browns are. It's kind of similar in scheme to the Ravens, as in they're run heavy. Uh, they want everything to be off play action. Um, that's just the, for people for for anyone who's like actually knows football. That's actually kind of blasphemous that I just said that. But um, <laughs> the my point my point stands. I want Mark Andrews while he's hot, um, and then I'm going to take uh, my other running back, which I'm going to take uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. versus the Giants. Um, yeah, he's been dealing with some uh, health issues. He's finally healthy now. Uh, Giants have lost everything. Um, I don't know if Daniel. I think Daniel Jones is questionable uh, for Saturday. Uh, if he plays, if he doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. Say Quan's out, Kenny Galladay's out, uh, possibly Daniel Jones out. Maybe not. Maybe so. Mike Lennon ain't doing shit. Um, so I love the Rams over the Giants in general and I think that's going to be such a blowout that Daryl Henderson is just going to get a heavy workload just because they're going to be running the ball trying to kill the clock um yeah that's a good yep. pick um he yeah he's I, I was listening to I, I forget who specifically I was listening to today but like their bet on uh who's going to be a breakout essentially not the second half but for the rest of the season um Henderson was like number one on the list he's just uh, he's in such a good position right now, and that team is so good. Um, all right, cool. So uh, you have all of your – I mean, all of the players that I can take you already, like, filled those positions. Um, so I'm just going to take my defense and my kicker. Um, so I'm taking Brandon McManus, Denver kicker against Las Vegas. Um, I mean, uh, a rougher offense with Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke combo leading the charge. So – um, I think it's a defense that can probably get into uh, the red zone, but maybe not finish off touchdown drives. Um, and the Las Vegas defense isn't playing as good as they did in the beginning of the season. Um, and then I will take the Indianapolis Colts defense Fuck. versus Houston. Yeah, so this is going to be like a huge letdown spot for Houston, I think, after playing the Patriots really close. Um, I Honestly, I don't even know what happened in that Patriots game. I don't we know had how two it was linemen. even that close. We it had was... two starting linemen. And it was like, I, I'm talking about on the defensive side, bro. Oh. I like, I, I get it. We had two linemen. We gave up 22 points in the first half. Yeah. Like, that's, I, that's rough. We Davis so, Mills like, threw for three touchdowns against us. I think people forget that we, we approached the first half of the season as an extension of the preseason. So I think we're still just in the phases of trying to see what we like, trying to, see what's good for what fits our team things like that i i think we're still in that phase so i'm not actually that mm-hmm. concerned about um about that game all the only thing that's important to me is that we won 
Uh, it was nice to see Mac win on that kind of a game-winning drive. So, um, yeah, so I'm actually, on a, from a Patriots standpoint, I'm very happy with what happened. Uh, obviously, I would love to see him get absolutely bodied, but I'll take close games against bad teams now and blow out good teams later. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, so regardless, we can talk about that more later, but um, I'll take Indianapolis versus Houston this week. They're probably, like, not riding high right now, but they're probably feeling pretty good, and the the Colts' defense is is really good despite letting up a, a late comeback to the Colts or to the Eagles last week. Yeah, so uh, so do you want to just finish? Did, was that your last two? You can two finish or? yours off. I have okay. – I have. Um, or if you want, I can finish off mine too. I have my tight end and my uh, quarterback to go, so it's up to you. If you want to take yours now, I can go later or either way. Uh, yeah, you want to go ahead and just do those real quick? Yeah. And yeah. I'll, so I'll, my I'll clean sweep mine. Yeah, my tight end is going to be Dan Arnold versus um, Miami. Um, the tight end position I'm finding is already getting a little bit thin, and I don't want to use my like really like the higher draft pick players um, against poor matchups. Um, so uh, Dan Arnold acquired from the uh, acquired from the Cardinals for uh, I think a first or like a second round draft pick, like some super high draft capital has been targeted a bunch in the Jacksonville offense. I think he got 10 targets last week and 10 targets the week before. Um, so I really like the volume and against a Miami defense that we saw can just absolutely break down. Um, I will, uh, yeah, I'll take, I'll take my chances at Trevor Lawrence finding his big target a couple of times. And then um, I will take Matt Stafford against, um, against the New York Giants. Uh, I just, I like the matchup. Matt Stafford has been a great quarterback. He's um, putting up really good numbers, so I'll take him this week. All right. Um, yeah, so for my last three picks, though, to uh, finish it out, um, I am going to take uh, my last wide receiver. I'm also going high here. Um, I was debating taking him last week, uh, but I'm going to take him this week instead. I'm going to take Keenan Allen. Um that's because Mike Williams popped off again last week. Uh, Mike Williams seems to be doing this one week up, one week down type of pattern. Um, that that's kind of just all sarcasm. I actually don't believe like that. There's any rhythm to that, um, or rhyme or reason to that. Um, but I do think Keenan Allen's going to play well against a Baltimore secondary that's still banged up. Um, Baltimore is not as good as as they seem, um, as the record says, in my opinion. Um, so I do think Keenan Allen's going to pop off. Uh, as a kicker, I'm going to take Mason Crosby for the bounce back week. Uh, honestly, it has nothing to do with the fact that he sucked Dick last week. Um, I'm just taking him because they're playing Chicago. Chicago's defense is still one of the top-tier defenses in the league, um, but Aaron Rodgers is still one of the top-tier quarterbacks in the league. So I think that makes for a lot of red zone, uh, a lot of trips to the red zone, a lot of kicks because they, the, they, uh, they can't get in the end zone. Um, so I'm going to take Mason Crosby as my kicker. Um, and then I was going to take the Colts as well for defense. So I'm going to have to pull a quick audible. And I believe <sighs> this is tough. I don't really like either. Who did you take against Baltimore one more time? Uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Raiders defense. Um, and that's because, with especially with all the John Gruden stuff, I think that it's either going to two ways. The team's going to fold or the team is going to 
kind of stand up for their for the new regime for moving towards better things uh getting someone like at the time i'm sure they didn't know but someone that they now know was cancerous uh to the culture um so i think they're actually going to play for uh this new head coach i know i can't remember his name but i know he's a special teams coach he's like a very italian last name um but the Capagool. yeah exactly um but i do like uh the raiders uh defense so i'm gonna take uh keenan allen uh and the raiders defense and crosby uh, so just to give a quick recap on everything, uh, on my team, I am taking uh, Joe Burrow, Najee Harris, Daryl Henderson Jr., Deontay Johnson, Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews, uh, the Raiders defense, and uh, Mason Crosby. Here you and then I me. have uh, Chase Claypool, Khalil Herbert, Jamar Chase, Miles Gaskin, Dan Arnold, Matt Stafford, Brendan McManus, and Indianapolis Colts defense against Houston. All right, Zach. What's your pick? Who's winning this week? This is this means a lot. This could go three and two or four and one. So I think uh, I like Kyle's team. But I think Mike has the slight edge in terms of the defense because I don't trust the Raiders' defense. That's just a big. I just don't. Uh, I think Kyle, they're going to react kind of flat. That's just me though. Um, yeah, it's a 50 50. I'm not it's sure. It's, it's again, uh, like I said, it's a toss up. They could come out and be guns blazing, or they could just be flat and look unorganized, which may be the case because I think this is kind of weighing on them, which I don't blame them. But I also like Khalil Herbert this week because Damian Williams is now out, um, and they don't have another running back. So mm-hmm. I he think. So you, said, so you said two good things about my team, but um, you're picking Kyle's team? No. That's what you said. Yeah, you did say you were. Oh, I. <laughs> Your official prediction was Kyle. And I said I like Kyle's team, to... but I think I'm going to go with Mike. I think that's what I meant. <laughs> I must have worded it wrong. I apologize. I'm a little off tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's just your opinion anyway, so. Right, it's mine doesn't your, matter. It doesn't, it doesn't really yeah. matter. I'm from Jersey. My, my opinion doesn't matter. All right, uh, and with that being said, let's uh, get to the Justin interview. Uh, here we go. And this now, this is. Oh, what? don't Wait, don't put it, this on at us. this point. Don't we're just going to have us, <laughs> at this at this point. We'll just have the entire league yeah. on at once. Yeah, it's going to be like, like a whole tell final yeah. episode. It's going to be it's, a gonna, it's just going to be yeah, eight of us all being like, ah, oh, my bad. No, you go. OK. OK, no, I'll go. OK. <laughs> um, yeah. So right. uh, quick intro. Oh, yeah. Boom. Uh, Justin's <laughs> used to that shit. He's like, he's like, where the folks the clacker? Um so, <laughs> welcome, Justin, uh, to the pod. Um, so, quick introduction for – I should give you a better introduction. You know, let me, let me go back. I'll give you a better introduction. Uh, so, Justin, uh, Gugliametti, I said that correctly, correct? Damn it. How the – how have I not known that? Gugliametti. Okay, well, He's w- he's wearing the wife. <laughs> okay, so Justin, uh, joining us all the way from California. Um, it was a little bit short notice, kind of on my fault. Uh, Justin gave me a. It took me. Justin told me the times that he was available. It took me literally about three and a half hours to make the trend to to convert it to Eastern time, uh, which probably explains why uh, why it took a while to get to that. Uh, but Justin, our proudly our last place. Uh, contender right now this sole sole possession of last place um he's an actor he's a he's a he's a lasalle grad 
Um, and judging by his outfit, he is 100% pure Italian. Uh, he's currently wearing a wife beater. Uh, Justin, it is wonderful to have you on. Well, it's it's wonderful to be here. I'm actually only 50% Italian. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I overcompensate. What's the other 50%? <laughs> I overcompensate by wearing uh, tight white gym clothes uh, around the house. And uh, I, but I'm actually, look, I'm it wearing, looks great I'm on you. Wearing this, I'm wearing this to class tonight, specifically for a scene. So. Nice. Oh, what that scene, makes so much sense. Because I was wondering, I was like, like, who the fuck goes to classes late, first of all? But I was thinking in my head, I was just like, class, college, like, you're just going to, like, to biology. But that was stupid of me. To yeah, think. no, no, no. no. This was is, really this is a, It's a program at <laughs> UCLA that uh, I, I started a couple weeks ago. It's also, it is also cool. the, re- the main reason why I'm not doing uh, the write-ups this year. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So let's hear more. Let's hear more about this uh, LA venture. Let's hear more about uh, the acting career. So you're in class right now at UCLA. What kind of class is that? Like, what kind of roles are you looking or, or are you auditioning uh, for right now? Or well, waiting to hear back? There's from? not a like, whole lot that I that I can <laughs> audition for at the moment, and that's that's a like a pretty complex conversation. But it's like once you show your dick, it's not. No, that's 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 actually it's not. <laughs> Once you show your bare ass <laughs> now, on camera, the main issue, if I could, if I could boil it down, is that when you're when you're in the actors union, which is called SAG-AFTRA, which I am, it re- it limits the roles you can audition for to those roles, which are all like everything you see on like mainstream TV and movie are those types of things. But when you're mm-hmm. starting out, and I don't have I don't even have representation at this point. I don't have an agent, and the agents are like the gatekeepers to those types of roles. So you need to have one. You're it's like not Drake. Even, so it's, it's not even like there's not like casting calls that I can see and I can like audition. I can be like I'm going to audition for this. It's like I need somebody who has who's licensed to see those things to get me in there. And when mm-hmm. I don't have that, I'm pretty much limited to like one student film a week that I see on the casting websites that I have to be, like, I have to um, subscribe to. You have to audition for them because those so are the, it's, yeah. So it's pretty bare fucking pickings at the moment. Um, but part of, that's that's part of why I'm doing this program as a, as a networking opportunity as well as much as, like, training and development. So we're hoping by, by next summer, that, you know, there'll be a little more forward momentum but uh but yeah yeah that's really that's really exciting too because you i'm sure you make a lot of i mean the acting business i'm sure a a majority of it is connections too like you meet people in those classes who end up getting roles and getting more established and then uh like you you keep those relationships but yeah that's really yeah so i had to go just run and grab my Um, charger real quick but uh from what it sounds like is uh you're just looking for a manager and um I manage uh, an athlete, uh, uh, an Olympic level athlete, so I'm sure it can't be that hard, that much harder to manage uh, a D D list celebrity. I mean, if I was on the D list, I would feel I would honestly be honored to be that high. I think <laughs> I'm not sure. So, it, be, yeah, before we branch off this acting thing, I, I just want to clear, just want to clarify. So, so Chris told me that you were into male porn. Is that is that true or almost, it, um, almost? And you can actually <laughs> see a preview of it right now if you go on, <laughs> if you go on YouTube and you look up the sex lives of college girls. 
that is obviously it's the PG the, version uh, on YouTube. That is the name of the show, The Sex Lives of College Girls. Uh, it's an HBO, Mindy Kaling produced uh, thing. I don't know, I, a comedy, I guess. Um, that's coming out in November. And at the end of the trailer, you can see my shoulder attached to my bare naked body. And in the actual episode, uh, that will be exposed. And we don't know, we don't know how much will be seen. Um, that's really not up to me. <laughs> it's it, just up to it, whatever the editors exactly. but it, decide. But it very well could be bearing it all for the world to see because I was completely, completely That is new. so nerve-wracking. <laughs> it, it's, oh, my uh, gosh. That is so I do, nerve-wracking. I don't think it's a good sign that <laughs> when you're describing it, you go, I guess it's a... Uh, I guess it's a comedy. That 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 makes me a little bit worried. If if the person acting in it wasn't aware that it was actually supposed to be funny, well, I gotta say I don't. I'm not anticipating it being a good show. Is the thing. And like, <laughs> but but the best thing that happened on this was uh, you know Timothy Chalamet or Timothee Chalamet is the actual pronounce that. So he's, yeah, yeah he's uh he's working on um he's working on what uh Wonka. He's what freaking movie <laughs> is he working freak? on right now? Wonka. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, they, there was like a there, some like super fan of Timothy Chalamet uh, broke into the set today and leaked a bunch of footage of uh, of like the set and what it looks well, like. I and did his not costumes. know that. Much. It's crazy. So, but but so so his sister, his sister who's older than him, I think, is one of the main characters of the show, and she, like, in this scene in question, she has to like walk up to me, and the the premise of the scene is it's a naked party, which I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's a like a Mormon, like, staring uh, <laughs> No, because I don't think Mormons are showing up to fully nude to, uh, what? Bro, I saw this on TikTok the other day. They they have these things called staring parties where everyone, like, the only rules is no clothes, no touching. Those I mean, are the that rules could, of the so, party. Yeah, I mean, that's basically everyone. So, yeah, everyone, it's not an orgy, but everyone is just naked having a good time. And... So Timothy Chalamet's sister in the scene like walks up to me and she's being all awkward and she has to like sidle into the group and I just got just got a, a, a boob to the elbow about thirty times on thirty different takes as she had to like shoulder her way in and I would have to be like oh what's this the right way and uh, <laughs> so we'll see if that makes the cut and that's that's really my closest brush to starting at this point uh, cool. That's incredible. This is going to be an amazing story when you're like actually like famous in these movies, and you're like, you know what? I got my i I made my uh I I got my first big big break uh, w- w- brushing boob and ch- and elbow with uh, Timothy Chalamet's sister. You know, it was it was it was worth it. It pays rent, so. But I have not as as of this point branched off into uh, the Johnny Sins world, if you will. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, so I don't mean to cut us, but I, we would be remiss if we didn't get into any football. Of um, course. Although I, we do need to have you back on because you are definitely one of the more interesting uh, characters of, of the league. Uh, you certainly got a, a pretty cool life story when it comes to comparison to the rest of us. Um, I think. So, yeah, we definitely going to need you. We're going to need you on uh, again so we can get a longer deep dive into stuff like that because uh, I'm unbelievably curious. Um, but when it comes to uh, football stuff um, – so we let off with it. You are the in sole possession of last place. That's correct. Um, have we given up on the season already, or well, where, where not, your, where's your head at? 
I'm not feeling good about it, and I'll tell you why. It not not because I don't believe in my team, because I actually still do, but I am a logical person, and frankly, it's just not looking good when you're one and four. Like I could be, I could be very good the rest of the way, and it won't matter just because I've put myself in such a hole. You know, if we go, I'm looking for the uh, ESPN's shit fucking like percentages, playoff percentages. I don't see it on the desktop right now, but I'm sure I'm down to like 15%. And so that's, you know, that's annoying. But again, do I dislike my team? No, I think I'm fifth in points scored. Um, I've had the most scored against me. So it's not like I'm not really doing a lot wrong so much as I've been, you know, shit out of luck. And I'm, I mean, I'll, yeah. So, I mean, I, I will say that, if, if your points for are higher than Chris's, uh, and you have gotten a little bit lucky, you're only one game behind Chris. So, I mean, I, I might be, I might be assuming, but um, I would think that just beating Chris is a is a win is a is a positive season in the in, in the long run. Well, right? I totally agree. And let's let's not forget that Chris has the all time worst record in the history of the league. I believe, I believe he was two and eleven one year. It could have been three and ten. <laughs> But I think it was two and eleven, and no one else has ever been that bad. I'm not. Uh, that will. Yeah, I mean. I'm not. No, yeah, go no, ahead. No. Go ahead, God. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll listen to fucking I'll I'll, I'll promote Chris Chit Talk as much as possible. <laughs> I'm not. He probably doesn't remember what year that was. I don't. I think it was like 2017. I, I could go back and see it. But he does have. He had a worse record than Matt LaLiberty when Matt LaLiberty scored like 40 points a game, and he still. Managed- <laughs> I took I took over Matt exactly, Liberty's yes. team as well, but um, yeah. What was I gonna say? If it makes you feel any better, I like your team better than Joe. Oh, Tordy I mean, come on, Alex's Alex, team is uh, actually Martinez's. one of the worst I've ever seen. From, from, <laughs> from, from it's so from, bad. I'm playing him this week. I'm playing him this week. He's he's like an active owner. Like I know he looks at it and pays attention. And for anyone who mm-hmm. I can call that, you know, I'm so I'm not counting Silvio. I'm not counting Giacomo. In this era. He has one of the worst teams I've seen. It's rough. So, it, for context, especially for Zach, I'll read off his team as it stands right now. Just because I'm playing him this week and I really like my odds. I'm projected to beat him by 40. That's projections. Um, Daniel Jones, Josh Jacobs, <laughs> Giovanni Bernard, C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, Tyler Conklin, Devontae Smith, Baltimore defense, Daniel Carson. Granted, he has Alvin yeah. Kamara on a bye. George Kittle is hurt. Well, He's not starting Russell well, Wilson. Because Wilson's, Wilson's, Wilson's hurt. What the fuck are you talking oh, about? Oh, Wilson's out. Duh. <laughs> I thought you were doing a yeah, bit. I forgot, he, I, forgot he, I forgot he broke his... I thought you were doing a bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I honestly forgot he broke his... I actually thought you were serious. Oh, it's a ligament. So, like, it's ligament. I mean, <laughs> a ligament. Yeah, Torres ligament. But, um, I like, yeah, I mean, that's, so, that's no, shit to luck, too. To some extent, too. Alex <laughs> like, is unlucky because Kittle's hurt. I mean, Kittle. Look, that's like you. You know what you're taking when you take Kittle, but you're hoping he's going to be healthy. It's unlucky that Wilson's out. It's mm-hmm. unlucky that Landry's out. So it's not like he didn't draft the worst team I've ever seen. It's just kind of turned out that way. And I, I have yeah. almost yeah, just uh, molded into that. We're only five games into the season, and he's two and three, and I'm one and three. So just you know, explain <laughs> that. 
No, I, I think you're poised. So I think you're poised to kind of make a bounce back. And I wouldn't be so down. I, we, it is a longer season. We get an extra game. So I do think yeah. uh, I think that we got some time to make a recovery. And you definitely got time to catch up to Chris and surpass Chris, uh, which is I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, that's certainly my goal. And I, I hope it's your goal, too. I will catch Chris in two weeks. I'll make that guarantee. And I and can I can I rant about in my limited time? I want to I want to make I want to talk about this early morning advantage that I that, <laughs> this accusation. <laughs> okay, let's so cover. First it. of all, I believe you 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 guys are now against me on that front too, right? I think you were, you were previously. <laughs> no, actually, yeah. I was I was I I initially I think I I was on your side. If you were arguing against Chris, ninety nine percent chance I was audibly on your side. Okay. So <laughs> I think we we covered it we covered it in a passing oh, okay, yeah, on, yeah. on the podcast. But, but when you when you and Chris started I, uh, going at it, this I almost jumped in and was just like I fully support Justin. <laughs> he says just because you were arguing with Chris, but <laughs> no. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down with some with some I'm gonna destroy you with some facts and logic. And the so Let's it's, see at the end of the day, I sort of said this in the chat. It's really no different than someone just getting up earliest because. It's, I, I don't have an extra – I know obviously I'm not getting up that early. I'm already awake at that time. But if someone had like a 4.30 wake-up time for their job, that would be just as disadvantaged for everyone else because you can't expect someone, everyone else to like get up at 4.30. And no one would bat an eye if you had an early morning wake-up call for your job and you just happened to get in there. Because that takes like that takes like grit. You're just like, oh, I'm up at twelve thirty. I might as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just look, some people are asleep at. 12. I bet Bianca is asleep at twelve thirty. I feel like she's an early earner. She's a sleep queen. She said that last week, and she has to get up early for for uh, um, for whoop. So you know, it's it's whoop. sort of a grind that I'm up at that hour. And listen, so I'm not, I'm not here, Look, I'm full supportive of you and I'm not trying to put you down here, but what it sounds like is you're saying that everyone who has a normal job (laughs) should, should not, should not have an advantage (laughs) to take people early. I I want to add, Mike, I think just last week you were talking about what you were doing on the waiver wire and you were like, well, I haven't even moved up, you know, like I'm waiting to use my thing. But I'm just sitting there because everyone because everyone above me is doing it. So I just went and I put in a claim, mm-hmm. and I was still. And you know that is an alternative strategy that when we have this system that we do, someone like Chris who's who's you know bitching and moaning, but he could very easily he's like, well, what what am I gonna like? Do I have to explain to you the disadvantage of using a waiver? But I'm like, that's the whole point. Like as long as we have this rolling system, that is your opportunity to get in there early. And if you if someone you really wanted that yeah. badly, then use it, because and because you're probably playing that way. And otherwise, I say the perfect solution, the perfect solution is we just push it back to like five five thirty a.m. for us, and so it's two thirty a.m. for you. So true, we could all still wake up early if we wanted to. It's just all of us have to fuck our sleep schedules up <laughs> to get there. Well, yeah. so that way it's fair. That is dedication. If you get that, if you want to wake up at two thirty as opposed to, to just how it is now, then albeit I could wake up at five thirty, so be it. But I, I figure I think that's the perfect solution. There are lots make it a more make it just as big of an inconvenience for you as it is. I for want to us. tell you there are lots of nights where I'm still up at two thirty, so that will not. <laughs> that will not damn it! <laughs> I think I. I think I'm gonna wait until just a really big waiver week where there's just a bunch of like like players that essentially need to be picked up and i'm just gonna set my alarm at 3 30 and wake up like and try to steal them from you 
I think I think that's going to be well, one of my plans. <laughs> at, I mean, at some point, your your team is full of yeah, backup I mean, players that are playing already that you won't be able to have it anymore anyway. You like, can't drop those players every week. Like, are you really going to tell me that fucking I, I don't even remember his name, Jacksonville's tight end that I just added today? I, I'm looking or, right like, now. When I when I added um when I added Tony at 3:30 a.m., Dan Arnold, uh, Christian Kirk I, were I, both I picked up. Um, and I mean, it, to be fair, Dan Arnold, uh, or either call back or, or uh, sneak peek at our, um, at our draft whenever we decide to put this interview in. But Dan Arnold's one of my well, picks I, this I week. I mean, yeah, so. but so, so like, I picked him up for a reason. But anyone could have picked him up for waivers. Like you had the opportunity. Yeah, I but you have to spend the spot. I will say, if you argue in, well, since Chris is not here, mm-hmm. I will be. I will use my logical side okay. and say that it is an unfair advantage that you just happen to be awake. And I think that we should find a way where well, it's, 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 it, it has to, it takes just as much effort from all of us to get to that point. So I'm fine. Say like theoretically, all of us fall asleep at the same time, all of us wake up at the same time. I'm fine with someone waking up in the middle of the night, doing that, putting the work in to to get right at that three thirty time spot. Just you have a blade advantage when it comes to you're just already awake. So, it's easy to stay yeah. up to midnight. So, I, but so the problem with like, I agree with you that uh, that it's it's easier for me. But the the issue is if we suddenly like if we made it for so that it was, I don't know, five thirty, my time. Let's say or, or like or like three. It'd be an advantage for Eastern us. Yeah. So yeah, suddenly I will never ever get anything. And well, then that's now, that's an argument of that's an argument of does. The majority rules. That's I true. mean, that's would I? Th- I think we I'm should not, all get a I'm not even really advantage. Of... I'm not making that argument. <laughs> but what I will say, the easy fix for this, and I'm going to speak directly to you, Commissioner Velasco. I want you to use power <laughs> as a tyrant in the off season. Just make a free agent auction budget. We don't. We don't we yes, don't I'm all yet. for that. Make we don't a fab. Need to have make a, a fab. Debate about it in the chat because in the off season, half the people aren't going to pay attention, and, and there's going to be a, we're like, well, I don't know. Like, just do it. Everyone, no one's going to complain about it when the season begins. It's not. It's not as people might. People might complain about it just because they don't know it how it works. But if we can educate everybody, Kyle, yes. do you know what a fab I, is? I'm, I'm assuming you do. Fast. But okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, if there's anything that do Chris like is good at, it's just not caring what anyone has to say and just making rules. So, um, so I think he'll have no problem with that, especially with the endorsement from you as well. Yeah, I agree. But I have no. I have nothing against that. I want him to hear he can be a benevolent dictator. And so, yeah, and that's the thing, because it's not like, I know in the past I've argued against doing like an auction draft because of how long it'll take and because it generally leads to some disparate talent on the teams. But a free agent auction budget is so, like, that's the way to go. It's, it, it just is. It's fairer. Um, you'll never get this type of complaint again. It implements a little more strategy. It's easily the way to go. So there, there's my endorsement. Robert, sit down, Robert. Calm down, Robert. Okay. This has turned into a 60-minute session. Um, so, last thing, and we definitely need to get to this. So, me and you yeah. had, a, had a transaction this week. We did. Um, I do Actually, so what ended up happening was I kept, pester, I kept pestering Justin. And I was like, give me Clyde Edward. Zach, it's just to catch you up. I t- I, I'll, I'll read off the transaction. I'll read off the transaction. So, um, an accepted trade. Uh, where the I have it right it here. So, Justin traded me Latavius activity. Murray, uh, Chenault Jr., and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 
Uh, and I traded him A.J. Yep. Dillon, Michael Gallup, and Rondale Moore. Um, so it goes against a take that I made that I said I was off Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and then I, I swore that on a podcast. Um, so I I know you're going to be disappointed in my you're going to be disappointed in me, but I am back on the CEH train. Um, and so I kept pestering Justin. I was like, "Give me Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. What do you want for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire?" And then he was like, "He Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had one good week." And then Justin was like, "Well, now the price went up." And he was like, "I was like, I'm not giving you a wide receiver one." And so we got back and forth. And then Justin actually threw this one at me. Um, and I thought yeah. it was actually a phenomenal deal from my end. I think we both kind of took a risk. Um, but, yeah, do you want to give – since you're the one who actually proposed the trade, do you want to kind of give your thought process, Justin? Yeah, so I know – I mean, I know full well that in name value you came out on top because, you, like, you got CEH, and who's the best one that I came away with? Like, Rondale Moore? Rondale. <laughs> AJ <laughs> like, Dillon, maybe. Like it's, yeah, Rondale but, Moore. But my reasoning – so I've never really I, – I made the CEH pick in the draft out of, like, agony. Like, I, there was no one I wanted to pick in that spot. He was he happened to be the highest on my list that I curated from other sources. So I was like, oh, but I, I didn't like that. I never liked watching him play. I thought he always looked kind of, you know, too slow for someone his size. But I made the pick. And net, look, now that he's hurt, what I think really might happen, I know he's the better pass blocking back in Kansas City's backfield, but I actually think that Daryl Williams, who I think you picked up, Mike. I mean, sorry, Kyle. I did. Him up? Yeah. I did, yeah. I actually think that he could establish himself in this time that CEH is hurt, and it really could end up being like a 60 40 timeshare, where Williams is actually getting as many carries plus all the goal line carries. Um, so I don't feel great about it. Like, I know CEH, he had two good weeks before the injury, but those were bolstered with two fluky runs, which I don't think, because he's not a big play guy, but I'm not In both weeks, he had, like, a big play that I really don't think is repeatable. Um, so I feel I'm down on him going forward. And as for Rondale Moore, you know, I think I tried to get him from you a little before in a trade, Kyle, and I feel better with him now as the season's going on. Target, the snap share is going up. Max Williams is now out. There's going to be some targets up the middle. I don't know. Like, I'm feeling, and you know, he's, a, he's obviously a freak athlete. We all knew that going in. So, that's mm-hmm. someone that I really think could be a breakout. AJ Dillon. So, if this was, yeah, right. if this was a keeper league, I would. I would have not done this trade if this was a keeper league because I think Rondell Moore has significant value going forward, and I, I'm on the, tra- I am on the train that from a football perspective, AJ Dillon is one of my favorite up and coming running backs in the entire mm-hmm. league. Like if if I would almost take AJ Dillon over Aaron Jones right now when it like bring into concern what the cost of each of them. It's are. a home like um, it's a home run um, lottery pick handcuff for sure. Like, yeah. Um. So I, that's definitely I. So if this was a keeper league, no way I would have given that up. Um, but since this is a one-year league, I I had to look at my own team. Um, my biggest hole was in the RB2 spot. Um, I have Damian Harris, who I haven't completely given up on yet. Um, but I'm definitely not comfortable with him being my RB2. Um, and I kind of built up a pretty significant, not a significant lead, but I've, I've built up enough time where I can take a couple weeks off, wait for that injury with CEH, um, and then I have Michael Thomas coming in as a wide receiver um, who's been in my IR spot uh, who I drafted. So giving up Ron Moore I think is a, is a, is a loss. Um, but I do have DeAndre, and I've, I, 
I hated trying to make that decision every week, mm-hmm. being like, do I start both DeAndre and Rondale Moore? Um, now that kind of takes some stress off of me making that decision, I think Michael Gallup is also actually a better pick than people are thinking just because he hasn't played, yeah. so he hasn't. Yeah. But, I mean, Zach, you know better than anyone that Michael Gallup is a solid. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the Bucs game the first game when he played, he had like four catches on four targets and literally was getting open with ease. So yeah. he'll literally get the third corner that he's going to have to face. And, and he was a, he was a literal so. throw-in. And Who would offense... I give away for him, Latavius Murray? Like, that's the yeah. lowest upside you can get. His, his upside is capped at, like, 40 yards, a touchdown, and a one catch for 10 yards. And that's the max he's ever going to get. So, like... Yeah, I think uh, the, the Michael Gallup is, like, a good, like, flyer. Um, and that, like, that Dallas offense is just absolutely incredible right now. But, honestly, I think we just need to get an addiction recovery expert to talk to uh. Kyle and Justin about yeah. Clyde Edwards-Alaire yeah. and Odell Beckham Jr. I think that's, that that's we'll what we need to do right yeah. now. So, so. Mike, Mike's recounted the story in the podcast about how I... It, that was uh, that was one of the funniest moments <laughs> of the season still. Yeah. It, that I, was like, so I really didn't want it, but, but how could you not? Like There was greater upside with that pick <laughs> than there was in anyone else in that spot, at least at the time. He fell four picks. He fell four <laughs> picks, and you were like, yep. <laughs> well, so, so I haven't... That wasn't even I was that trying was, to help you. Response. It wasn't to you. I think I put that in the group chat. So, like, people didn't know. Because you weren't the only one. There was somebody else. I, 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 I don't remember. Somebody, but somebody <laughs> Not else even lowballed me in OBJ. And I was like, wrong person. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Do you have, like, do you have a, I don't know, a DeAndre Hopkins for me? Something, something of that caliber? <laughs> All right. Well, it is eight thirty, right. so I don't want to hold you on for uh, if you got a hard out. You yeah, got a hard I'm so out. sorry. But thank you. No, we'll we'll have you back on uh, for sure. Thank you so much for making time with us. I know we had a little bit of technical difficulties, yeah. but um, uh, we will have you on soon. I want to say sure. absolutely love just this this whole thing. It's amazing. I'm having a great time listening. Appreciate it. All right. We thank love you, you sir. Absolutely. So I good luck at class tonight, man. Thanks, Justin. Okay, um, so thank you, Justin, again. <clears throat> Appreciate you coming on, especially with uh, uh, with all he had to fit us into a tight schedule. Um, I think he had uh, he had like an hour and a half little break, and it took like forty five minutes just to get get the uh, technology going. I think at seven he had um, he had a like, shoot I think tonight. He had to do one of those things. And his butt was a little I think, sore I think from at seven the last he had one, a, so. Yeah, exactly. At seven he had one of those uh, things where he had to stand still while naked. Uh, so people could draw him, and then at 8.30, um, he had just a, a, a generic sex scene. Um, I think he said with, like, Timothée's Chalamet's sister or something that like that. Was Who perfect knows? perfect pronunciation. Um, but, yeah, that thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Justin, for making time for us. I appreciate that. Uh, great conversation, and we'll have him back on soon because uh, there's a lot more to the Justin story that needs to be told for sure. Um but uh, next, we can get into... Uh, I'd love to get into some waiver woes before we get into matchup. Okay. Uh, so first thing I wanted to say is um, I've been saving my waiver pick. Starting <clears throat> that number one to the waiver spot. All the, way, all the way to the number one spot. And I rode that number one spot to uh, Daryl Williams, uh, which with my trade for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 
I think was maybe the most dominant use of a waiver wire pick um, of the season. Uh, so I essentially just solidified the entire Chiefs backfield uh, in one week. Um, and say what you want about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I know he's injured. I have time. Um, I have I, I gave myself a two week, two week, three week window where I can take a couple of losses now, and I think that I have put myself in phenomenal position going forward um, to uh, really dominate that. So Daryl Williams, <clears throat> I'm not really looking for any critiques. I'm just kind of trying to want to show off right here. <laughs> um, I just wanted to really highlight that I think I made an absolute incredible move trade wise and waiver wire wise uh, this week. Uh, any comments? Um, no, I think it's a good move. Uh, what is your? What, I agree. I I agree. I think it's a good move too. I <laughs> what agree. is your uh, quarterback um, depth look like now? My quarter, my my quarter yeah, quarterback. quarterback. Uh, I mean, you dropped Trey Lance for him. I was just curious to see if you. Oh uh, yeah, I think I have Jameis. Uh, I have Jameis. I have Matthew Stafford, um, and I might have a third. I don't think. I think I might have just dropped a third just because. Yeah. So I just have Jameis and. Um, Matthew Stafford. Um, but I do like Matthew Stafford going forward, obviously. Um, and I think Jameis is obviously a wild card. But who knows? When Mike Thomas comes back, maybe Jameis will really pick it up too. So I was comfortable with that. Trey Lance isn't going to be a consistent starter. Fact. If he was if he was a bona fide starter from here on out, I would have really been struggling. to. I would have struggled to just drop him like that. would have dropped someone else. But since, he, since Garoppolo is still the starter and they seem to refuse to change their mind on that, I just it's not worth holding Trey Lance. Um so I had no problem getting rid yeah, of him. I think that's a good um, call. <clears throat> another great thing about Daryl Williams uh, is Chris tried to pick up Daryl Williams and failed because I did. Um, so sorry, Chris. Maybe next week. Um, yeah, I mean that's a that just great way to flex the muscle. Um, I have a I have a waiver well. Uh, the fact that Justin used one since he's up at twelve thirty in the morning every time and he can Whoa. just pick up who wow. he wants, right? Um, yeah, he, he used a he used a waiver wire pick on Devonte Booker, which I think is a good one week kind of spot start. But um, you know who else tried to try to pick a use a waiver wire to pick up uh, Devonte Booker? Chris Belasco. Chris oh, Belasco wow. did and uh, failed. Wow, that's over two. Dang, that's interesting. Over two. I'm actually looking at the waiver you order think right with now. With all those, um, where is Chris? Yeah, oh, he's number power, three on the waiver wire now, which is all right. Yeah, so uh, tough. Oh for two this week. And there's some really viable people on the waiver wire too, so that's thanks for Chris. Um, but yeah, I uh, I thought that was a good pick for Justin. I think Devonte Booker. Uh, he also I think he also tried to take Daryl Williams. Um, I'm not sure which one he had first or which one he had priority over. Uh, I I just I didn't touch Devonte Booker. I didn't even try. Uh, I had the option between Daryl Williams and Devonte Booker. And like I said, because I just traded for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I thought Daryl Williams was the perfect time to use my number one spot. Um, so I didn't even try Devontae Booker, but I know, uh, looking at the waiver report, I know that um, multiple people did try to get Devontae, and Justin just came out on top, uh, which is good for him. Good for him. Great and for he him. He has an advantage yep. in all the waiver stuff. He's going to need it for uh, that for, uh, for that one in 14. All right, and then, uh, so probably the biggest waiver woe, uh, this might, hold on to your socks, Mike, but this might, this might surprise you. Bianca took a tight no. end. That popped off the week no. before, when he never pops off. Oh normally. gosh! Like it, like an actual. So uh, Bianca took uh, David and Joku, and she dropped 
Another who the hell is Ross Dwelly? Uh, Ross Dwelly. Who the heck is who that? Who knows who the fuck that is? I didn't know that name until well, I know the name Dwelly, but I didn't know his first name was Ross. I didn't. I thought people stopped naming their children Ross in nineteen. Ooh, my name is Ross. Um, but yeah, so she dropped uh, a tight end to grab a tight end who is not gonna be able to reproduce the numbers that he produced last week. So that's just classic Bianca, just Bianca being Bianca. Yeah, that's um very interesting. The cycle just continues. This is a just a vicious, vicious cycle of adding and dropping tight ends. And um, Bianca picked up four people on the waiver wire this week, which is interesting too. Um, I think like I said, Bianca kind of mentioned it when she was on, but I think she just she just gets excited and just starts just just trades players like just puts players on and off just cuz she like enjoys clicking like all mm. the buttons like it's just like it's like an adrenaline it's like betting for me it's like it's just like it's her moments like go time go time go time and then she just kind of goes as much as she can i mean all respect to it you know but eventually she's going to learn that you you, you got to stop chasing whoever had a good game especially in the tight end spot yeah i mean her her team is looking good right now regardless so i mean We'll see if that comes to bite her in the butt or not. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't think Ross Dwelly was particularly uh, uh, a, a big uh, someone you needed to keep on the roster. So um, nothing lost. But yeah, so Bianca got a new tight end. Same shit. Same new week. Same shit. Um, and then the last waiver woe that I have is uh, Joe picked up Carson Wentz. Uh, woe because. Um, Carson Wentz hasn't really shown that he has it. I granted Monday Night Football was kind of impressive until they lost. Um, he's still injury prone. Um, I can't remember who Joe dropped. I think he dropped another quarterback. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. So I thought that was stupid. <laughs> Not to be mean. I thought that was stupid. You stopped um, yourself. I tried to stop second. myself yeah. there, but yeah. Um, I, I think that was dumb. I think Ryan Tannehill has phenomenal options and i'll be trying to get ryan Tannehill, uh especially because <clears throat> since i traded away trey lance ryan Tannehill, i think is a great a great quarterback yeah he in. just has way more um, upside like i just uh, yeah i yeah. don't understand the carson Wentz pickup um i mean did it, carson Wentz, i think did pretty well last week yeah he had 24 points he's been scoring consistently yeah, it, it like 17 18 points with one down week one up week but like i don't know that it do you really want the quarterback 12 when you have the upside of someone who can be a top five quarterback every week? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a, that was a crazy move, but um, yeah. So that was my last, any, anything else for you, Mike? No, that's <clears> it for me. Zach, you got any comments on any of this? I think the Carson Wentz, you're, you're giving a little bit of hate, but he's been playing pretty well given the circumstances that team's been in. I know he's injury prone, but. He's, he's, you know, I think this might be a, you know, turn of the pages because I think maybe he gets a little confidence and he starts actually playing well. I think he's a glass house. I mean, no, I, that's, not that's, a glass that's house. That's not but. even, that's not debatable. He is, but, you know, you've seen, I've seen it. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying he's, I'm not a, saying glass he's a glass house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's going to quit. Zach's going to quit this podcast. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i mean that's that's all i got for that um i mean the only other move that we didn't cover is that donnie picked up uh ricky seals jones and dropped austin hooper but i think that's a i i don't think that that's a crazy like thing to do austin hooper hadn't been seeing a lot of targets ricky seals is seeing uh the field more because people are hurt so i think that that's a a decent pickup so 
Yeah, um, I, I agree. Um, <clears throat> so we might as well just get into straight into matchups. Um, I will just kind of well, let's see what we can start off with. Let's start off with uh, let's start off with Justin versus CJ. Um, so uh, right now uh, ESPN has uh, Justin uh, with fifty four percent win probability. Um, we had Justin on, uh, and we, we we were talking about. The fact that Justin Justin is simply better than his record says. He's in sole place of last place. He's in sole possession of last place, um, and he just simply is better than his record mm-hmm. says. Um, so, uh, with that being said, I do like Justin here. Um, I think Kadarius Tony is really the only thing that kind of makes me a little concerned. Um, he also picked up Devonte Booker, um, which is uh, a good, a great pickup. Um, but Devontae Booker is playing the Rams, and that Rams defense is no yeah, joke. Yeah, I think that that's really um, – uh, I mean, A, the, the Rams defense has been okay, like, this year. Like, they haven't been really at, like, living up to expectations. Um, I don't like the Kadarius-Tony pick, but I think De- uh, Devontae Booker over Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams, is, like, a good bet only because he's going to see all of the work in the backfield or – or at least betting that he does, right? Like, that's why he's in the lineup right now versus a shared backfield in Detroit or Dallas um, or Green Bay, too. So um, I think that it's a it, it's a good, like, throw-in just to try to get it. I think you're limiting your upside a little bit when you throw in Devontae Booker and Kadarius Toney without a quarterback on the team. So, um, yeah, that's rough. But I think... Yeah, if, like, any chance where there, any chance where Mike Glennon could be the quarterback, um, I do not feel comfortable having Giants on my roster at all at that point. Um, and on uh, on uh, on on uh, CJ side, um, only people I really like on this roster is Jonathan Taylor and Josh Allen. That's pretty much it, to be honest. I think I, don't, I think Josh Allen is obviously going to play well. Uh, always does. I think Jonathan Taylor is poised for a great game against Houston. Um, Miles Sanders has kind of underperformed. I don't keep, I don't think he's going to do shit against Tampa Bay tonight. Um, and then Mike Williams is up and down. I, after a week like last week, I can't imagine that he, he booms twice like that. So uh, if, if he does do well, he might get like 10, 12 points, but I don't, I don't think he's going to get more than that. Um, he also I see that he also has Kyle Pitts on a bye right now and still in the Mike roster. Mike Gesicki so he's, would he's be in in that spot. Yeah. Um, and so actually I like Mike, Mike Gesicki against Jacksonville, uh, but um, – in the end, I think that Kyler, Derek, um, and DK are just well. Actually, now that I think about it, DK also doesn't have a quarterback either. So this actually might be a much tighter game than I originally thought. I think it'll be tight. Um, I like. I don't mind. I think Justin Jefferson is uh, a good like. He's a good play on any given week. I don't care who the defense is. He's just he's gonna get his. And he's been stealing target share from Adam Adam Thielen too. Adam Thielen's starting to regress into that. like that old man role essentially that everyone thought that he was going to be at the beginning of the year like you don't want to be the last one holding the bag and it seems like like Adam Thielen is kind of on his way out right now um so I think Justin Jefferson is going to do well against the Carolina defense that is tougher um but yeah I think this is going to be a like a really tight matchup but uh I I think you're right I, I like the upside of Justin's team as long as he switches up that double giants thing that he's that he has going right now um, especially with Derrick Henry, one of the top running backs, and Kyler Murray, the top quarterback of the year. Yeah, I agree. Um, so uh, my pick would be, 
I might actually I might actually swap. I, mm, Regardless, um, I'm going Justin. No, I'm sticking so, with Justin. Yeah. I'm sticking with Justin. I'm sticking with Justin. He he supported um, the pod. We have to. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I'm gonna let's go to the next game. Let's go uh, Joe versus Chris. Um, right now, Joe is projected to win, uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, with that being said, let's, let's I'm, I'm gonna give us. No, that's a quick, interesting. Quick I, I think to, someone's uh, missing from Chris's roster. I, who is he not starting? Mm. Wait who a is second. he not starting? Deont- Deontay, Deontay Johnson looks like he's wearing a similar jersey to the guy. Cordero Patterson is that who it is? It, he's not starting no. Cordero Patterson. That's interesting. Oh, he's on a bye. He's on a bye, you dumbass. You dumbass. I thought you were trying to make a joke about Juju. No, I, I was making, I, I was going to jump in with well, you. You can make a both. Oh, you can make a God. joke about both probably. Oh, but no, no, I'm going to leave this all in nope. too. I thought we were Cordero on the same Patterson. Page. This is going to be the start of his decline. The bye week. Zero points this week. I'm calling a bad week next week against Miami, and then just downhill from there. Um. Yeah, so after looking at this, actually, um, I like I like Joe. I, gotta be I don't like either. I like um, Joe. If I'm being honest, I don't like either of them either. But uh, I think Darren Waller is kind of the mo- the most significant pillar outside Dak mm-hmm. Prescott on um, on Chris's on team. Chris's team. Um, but with the coaching change, everything going on this week, um, and we, at the end of it, we'll talk about John Gruden too because I feel like we need to at least uh, comment mm-hmm. on it. Um, but with the coaching change, I, I think this might be the one week that Darren Waller doesn't pop off. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders as your wide receiver one. Yikes. Um, I'm not sold on DeAndre Swift. Jamal Williams is an incredible running back um, who is splitting time with him. Uh, really what's going to power him through is between Dak and Zeke. And I, we'll bring Zach in for this. Um, so Chris says Dak and Zeke both starting. Um, against New England. And I'm of the thinking that they're actually not going to pop off as significant as everyone thinks against the Patriots. Um, I don't know. So I know Zach told us that we're not allowed to talk shit because Zach gets in his feelings. No, 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 Cowboys no, play. no, I don't know. You're, you're putting words in my mouth. I don't like that. I don't like that. Did you, did you, did you, or did you I said turn it down. Don't turn into a shit. PJ where you comment every five seconds. Oh, is this player regressing, or does this player thuck? You know, the whole freaking nine. No, nah, but seriously, I think uh, if I were to pick one of those two to like, have a good game, it'd probably be Zeke. Um, I think they're going to just try to run the ball because I think they're going to do ground control, keep the crowd out of it, and let Dak just play action because I don't, I don't think Dak's going to have a – you know, like a 300-yard, four-touchdown type of game, but he's going to have like a 250, couple touchdowns maybe. But I think Zeke's going to go off because I think – I haven't really paid, to the, paid attention to the Pats this year. I don't think their run defense is as good as, good as it used to be. I could be completely not wrong. Not looking great. I'll be honest with you. It's not looking great. But, again, it's the Patriots. Never doubt Bill Belichick. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what our defense does against the Dallas offense that is – been on fire this this year so far so um yeah this i i have no clue what to think about this matchup i mean Devonte adams is just absolutely killing it this year he's uh number one in targets and air yards which is insane um i don't like james connor i don't like i i i might just abstain from picking this week for this matchup, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll let you take it first, Kyle, because I'm not 100 percent sure right now. 
Um, I'm actually going to take Joe. Uh, I like the Carson Wentz matchup against Houston. Um, I still think it was stupid that he dropped Brian Tannehill, but I do like um, I like Carson Wentz against Houston. Uh, and I think Joe Mixon against Detroit's also a good uh, a good a matchup for him. Devontae, like you said, is phenomenal. Um, and at least Joe has a wide receiver one compared to Chris, who has two wide receiver twos. Uh, granted, Deontay Johnson is probably going to turn into a wide receiver one now, but Emmanuel Sanders is that's tough. That's a tough look. Um, I don't like Johnny Smith. Um, like, I like Johnny Smith, but I don't like him for points. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Joe. I mean, I'm going to take Joe. I just can't take Chris. I don't. Th- I don't think Dak and Zeke are gonna be like the power couple they normally are. Um, and then Darren Waller is too much of a question mark for me right now. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna take Joe. <sighs> I, you know what? It's it's worked out in my favor when I choose Chris because his team usually loses. So I think. I think I need to take him, though, because I honestly do believe in this team better than Joe, more than Joe's team. I think other than Devontae Adams, I, I just don't like Joe's team at all. Carson Wentz and Devontae Adams, that's about it. And Carson Wentz can have those weeks where he just breaks down, even against bad defenses. So, um, yeah, I'll take I'll take Chris this week. All right, and I'm moving on to uh, Donnie, Donnie versus Drew. Um this is uh, probability-wise way over to Donnie's mm-hmm. side, uh, and I think that is completely fair. Uh, still, love Drew for changing the name. Name's incredible. Uh, Drew, keep being you. Um, Donnie, name still sucks, but uh, I gotta say he clearly has the advantage this yeah. week. Lots um, of injuries, on, lots on of bye weeks. Side, it's rough right now um, for Drew. That Saquon injury really kills that dynamic duo he has at running mm-hmm. back. Um, possible like when he has Nick Chubb and Saquon and that's a possible t- two top 10 running back starting there for you uh Tyler Lockett I think is going to be essentially useless with Geno Smith in the quarterback spot Evan Ingram is literally like one of my least favorite human beings on the planet um and then we talked about Miles Gaskin earlier in the week uh you're very big on Miles Gaskin right now I'm not um and then when you compare that with he has uh Donnie has Tyreek he has Jamar Jamar with a great matchup, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Najee. Uh, Najee Harris with a great with a great yeah. matchup, and then, like I said, we we are, this is Thursday night, so the game's currently going on. Leonard Fournette already has seven point seven points, and the first quarter um, just ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, not looking good for uh, Drew. Um, I'm definitely taking Donnie here, and I don't need to debate this one yeah. much more. I, I think it's Donnie as the Yeah, I don't match. even think it's going to be close. I think it's Donnie. Outside of Justin Herbert, Nick Chubb, and Miles Gaskin, Drew's team is not looking great right now. Matchups are rough. Um, he's kind of had to put some spot starts in, and Donnie's team looks really good right now. So, yep, I'm with you on that one too. Any, uh, I feel like I feel like Zach, if there's one person to think that to Drew Zach. advantage here, it'd be you. <laughs> yeah, I mean – like like you said, Leonard Fournette already has seven point seven points. Like he's gonna run all over the Eagles tonight. He'll probably put up a twenty thirty point game. Um, two thousand and thirty points. Holy shit! Yeah, two thousand thirty points. Yeah, twenty thirty. That's just my opinion, mm-hmm. though. That's just my opinion. It could be wrong. Ricky Seals Jones is an interesting uh, tight end pick. Logan Thomas just went on mm-hmm. IR. Was, oh, that's right. I completely forgot. Who Donnie about that. has, so it's essentially a handcuff, which is interesting. Yeah, a tight end handcuff, which is definitely uh, 
not done pretty well. I actually like uh, Minnesota's defense. I know we don't talk about defenses a lot. We don't give them a lot of love. But I like Minnesota this week. I think uh, maybe a pick six or two. Sammy Donald's not looking too good. Oh, let's put some respect on Sam Donald's name here. Stop. Let's not, let's not throw him to the Let's not throw him to the Kyle has yet. a lot of shares of Sam um, Donald. Oh, yeah. I do. I'm a big Sam Donald guy. Um, so moving on, we have uh, Harry versus Bianca. Um, right now, Bianca's projected to uh, has 55% probability, win probability, projected 135 to Harry's 120. Um, like I said, it's Thursday. Game already started. Chris Godwin, as of right now, has 6.4 points. Um, and Ryan Suckup has uh, two points for two extra field, two extra points. And Cameron so, Bray has zero um, points on Harry's side. Yes. Uh, so, looking, it's leaning in Bianca's favor as of right now, but when it comes to players who aren't playing as of right now, or aren't playing now, um, Bianca, I'm, I'm squarely on Bianca's side Clear in this advantage. one. Um, yep. So, she has Lamar against the Chargers, and if it's anything like the Chargers we've been seeing, it's going to be a shootout. Um, the Chargers are being built like the Chiefs were built, uh, high-scoring games. Uh, Lamar's been playing great. Um, and like I said, I don't think the Ravens can keep it up forever, but as of right now, I'm buying, uh, for the next two weeks, I'm buying all Ravens before I sell every single Raven thing I got. Um, Aaron Jones has turned into kind of a question mark, which is a little bit weird. Uh, I think it's just because A.J. Dillon is that talented. Uh, like I said, from a football perspective, A.J. Dillon is one of my favorite players in the entire league. Uh, I love him. He reminds me of like uh, like Brandon Jacobs, like a, which is a bruiser. I I, lo- I love AJ Dillon. Um, uh, obviously, DJ uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. I picked him in my fantasy league. I think he's gonna pop off against Giants that are led by that might be led by uh, a giraffe. Um, Stephon Diggs against Tennessee. Tennessee's a tough matchup, but Stephon Diggs is Stephon Diggs. I mean, and on on Harry's side, Aaron Rodgers playing Chicago. I know he's Aaron Rodgers, but Chicago's a tough defense. Carolina's also a tough defense. Um, I'm an I'm not a big Chase Edmonds guy. We've talked about him in the past. Mm-hmm. And then Cameron Bray is starting off with zero points, um, which is a tough start. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely like Bianca pretty handily. In this yeah, one. I'm gonna take Bianca in this one too. Her like it, just like top to bottom, her lineup looks a lot better than Harry's. Dalvin Cook coming off that injury, you never know. Like could be on some sort of snap count, could be limited. Um, I uh, I've n- I was never a Chase Edmonds believer, so I'm I don't it, like I'm not gonna uh, say that that's the worst thing in the world for him just because I'm biased against that. But I mean against the Browns, I I don't like it. Um, Jacoby Myers really like question mark of a of a start. I'm looking at uh, his other um, his other players. I mean AJ Brown, him and and Julio are healthy this week, which is interesting, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bianca's just in a spot to put up really good numbers this week, especially if Chris Godwin keeps on this track. So I will take Bianca. Yeah, as well. and I do like Hollywood Brown. I do like Hollywood Brown and Allen. Um, I obviously picked Allen for my team this week, but uh, they, I, I think just the Lamar and Daryl Henderson Jr. and Stephon mm-hmm. kind of set up. Um, Amari Cooper, I didn't realize that she had Amari Cooper starting against the Patriots. Uh, I would just advise changing that in general because she has Khalil Herbert. Uh, so I would put Khalil Herbert in that flex spot, and then I like it even more. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that um, that that uh, Marquise Brown um, matchup is a little bit a little bit more limited, just because Lamar is going to get little share of everything that he does. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, 
if you look up the if you look at the wide receiver matchups, like I think Keenan Allen and Marquise Brown are pretty equal to Stephon Diggs and Chris Godwin, especially this week. Um, so I I would probably look at that as a wash, and then when you look at the rest of the team, it's kind of like a no brainer. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I'm taking Bianca for sure, um, and then you also take yep. Bianca. All right. Cool. Um, so now moving on to uh, we'll we'll do me first. We'll end with Mike. Um, I am playing uh, the the mighty, the holy, uh, the the generous uh, Mr. Jake Gephardt, the true OG. Um, so automatically, just kind of backed into a corner just because I, I feel inferior as a human being. Uh, no way that I could I can match up to uh, uh, the quality of person that uh, Jake is. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm rattled. Um, also, when it comes to like his actual team, not just how great of a person he is, um, Tom Brady already has 12 mm-hmm. points and two passing touchdowns, and the second quarter just started. So that's not looking <laughs> great for me. Um, right now he's projected way higher than me. Um, I actually don't dislike my team that much. Um, I think... I do think this is like these next two weeks for me are going to be like my last two weeks before I feel really good, barring any injuries. Um, just like, just take this in, in for just just imagine this for a second. In a matter of two weeks or three weeks rather, um, my starting lineup will be Matt Stafford, James Robinson, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, DeAndre, Michael Thomas, Travis Kelsey, and then DJ Moore in my flex spot, which is. I like I don't know if it's just me because it's my team, but that sounds like that sounds baffling to me. I cannot believe that I managed to build a roster that looks like that. Um, obviously, a lot of people are high on Clyde Edwards. Fuck it, Clyde Edwards is going to be the best running back in the <laughs> league. In that, I will die on that. Um, Michael Thomas comes back, so yeah. So going forward, I feel really good about myself. I'm not going to pick Jake uh, because I just can't bring myself to pick like. I need to have I need to have some morals here. I need to if I don't if you don't stand for something you fall for everything. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick me regardless, even though it's not looking good for me right now. Um, but yeah. So any any thoughts? On I'll that go one? on the opposite side of it. I like Jake this week. Um, I mean, again, kind of tough because Tom Brady how, already. How can you not? It's fucking Jake, dude. Like, how can you not like Jake? <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. Kyle's so conflicted on who to root for right now, himself or his opponent. <laughs> Um, it, Tom fuck. Brady are. It's just, I, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> I just, I, I can't fuck. Kyle's <laughs> crying. On camera. Damn it. God damn it. Okay. You got all it all out. You got it all out. Your system. Let's be professional right. here. Um. Yeah. I mean the <laughs> the matchups this week for Jake's running backs are a little bit tougher, but Austin Eckler. Um, is just getting a, an absurd amount of targets now. Like he's, it, he, it seems like he's establishing himself in that offense. Antonio Gibson against Kansas City. I mean, that's kind of like a, a I, I think it's a boomer bust kind of thing for, uh, for this week, just because J.D. McKissick does get a lot of the passing work, and you have to pass against the Chiefs. But we'll see. The Chiefs haven't really been great on offense, honestly, this year. Uh, other like outside of fantasy. Um, so we'll see if Washington can kind of kick it into second gear and turn things around on the defensive side this would be a great week to do it to get some confidence going um cooper cup number two uh wide receiver um as of right now um against a good matchup dawson knox against a great matchup tyler boyd against a great matchup like oh 
I, I, I'll just take that team for right now. I, I think it'll be closer than what the projection says, but, um, but I like Jake's team this week. And, you know, he's just a great guy. He's just a great stand-up guy. I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm playing like. Are you two-faced right now? Like it's just, I, I he Jake has so much real estate in my head right now. <laughs> it's not even like it's. He could be selling like. He has full right to all all my brain power right now. It's just I wake up in the morning, I just see Jake. And it's like it's trying to like it's like having an older brother that like is just like uber successful, and it's yeah. just like, uh, how can I live up to yeah, that? Yeah, he's parked you know, to, like, firmly my on your hippocampus. All all I'm hoping for is just like to just like grab onto his leg as we go through this week, and just like have him like kind of just drag me along, just be like. Please just drop me off somewhere close to where you end up. But before before um, we get to the last one too, what do you think about this matchup, Zach? What do you think about Kyle's chances? Kyle has to hope, like for Hopkins to have a breakout game because I feel like he hasn't really had that yet. He's had good games, but not like a great. Because last year he had great games. He needs DJ Moore to pop off. As long as Hopkins, Moore, and Kelsey you know, put up 20-plus, I feel like you have a chance. Like, that's all you really need. Again, it's asking a lot, but I think it's worth I think it's it could happen. I think Mike Evans might not do well tonight because they're just running the ball pretty well, it looks like, and Brady's just play action to the tight ends, at least to O.J. Howard and, you know, Antonio Brown and them guys. So you might get lucky that way, but I don't know. We'll see. Not feel good. I'm picking the real great conviction on Zaxxon. I love that. All right. Well, moving on to our final game, Uh, we have Alex versus Mike. Mike, do you want to give the initial? uh, I feel really good, man. I'm not gonna lie. I I don't want to get too cocky, um, but I am one of the three teams that put up 180 points last week, so I feel pretty good about that. I Christian McCaffrey's coming back this week against. uh, weaker Minnesota defense, um, reg- uh, despite what Zach believes. Um, and I just, yeah, I love my matchups this week. I hate Alex's team. Like, I just, I don't believe in any of the players except for CD Lamb, maybe. Um, but he's against a New England defense, so like a minus matchup. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling really good. I got Chase Claypool in my flex right now playing against Seattle. Um, I might, uh, I, I got to figure out what to do with Robert Woods after he popped off last week. I don't want to like sit on him thinking that that's going to be something that becomes normal. Um, but I guess we'll, we'll give Michael Pittman Jr. Another week to see what he does too. But yeah, that's the only like question mark I think on, on my side right now. I'm feeling really good. Otherwise I'm picking myself clearly, but Jalen Hurts, uh, I know that he's not playing well right now. They just got the ball back, so we'll see how that goes. But um, he had three points going into the fourth quarter last week. Three points. And he put up 25. Like, he's just that that type of player, you know? Like, he has that rushing baseline. He has six points right now, even though he only has 34 yards. Like, I feel pretty good with him in my in uh, in my quarterback spot right now. And I have Justin Fields, who's kind of coming into his own in his team right now. Um, so like, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, but yeah, it, I, we mentioned it in Justin's interview. Alex has one, this week has one of the worst fantasy teams 
like starting fantasy lineups I've ever put together or, or I've ever seen put together. I'm actually debating. I'm trying to. Fi- no, there's too many starting quarterbacks for me to pick them all up. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting matchup, an interesting uh, or an interesting thing to see what he does at that quarterback position, who he ends up picking up, and who he has to drop for that. So. Yeah, why why he started Giovanni Bernard is. Yeah, baffling. as of right now, we've seen Leonard Fournette baffling. and Ronald Jones in the game. We haven't seen Giovanni Bernard once. Why? Like who? What? Whatever could have possessed someone to do that? Who? Why? Like what? What have you seen from him that makes you think outside of last? Like I don't even think last week he did well. Oh, let me see. Let me pull up. Um, let me pull up his previous games. He had. Uh, 11 points against Miami, um, did not play against New England, and 20 points against the Rams. Before that, he had four and three points. So there you go. Yeah, I, Boomer bust, man, I guess. It's like you're banking on Tom Brady throwing him a touchdown, but what were his other options? Like, uh, Naheem, I really have Naheem Hines. Yeah. I guess that would be the only I, one. And I don't mind Jalen Waddle against, uh, against Jacksonville either. I mean,. I mean, he put himself in the situation here, so yeah. But I think I think you have a cakewalk this week. Uh, Bring so me to five hundred, baby. Zero and three to three and three, pretty quick. I'll take it. Um, and then I'm, and of course, I got fucking stuck playing God himself. This so. is how every single year um, starts out for me too. I just want to say, I th- two years ago, or not two. It was either uh, two years ago or three years ago. I can't remember, but I started zero and six or one and six, and I ended up making the playoffs. So. Um, I have I have a history of pulling things out like this, so looking up. I mean, you also have last year where you started bad and ended and bad, bad in the yes. middle, and then finished. But bad. you know that yes. is, as of right now, that's the outlier. So I'll take a fluke year. That's fine. Yeah, I'll take your I'll take your word yeah. for it. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much that's going to be our last matchup. Uh, the only other thing that only other topic that we have is might as well touch on this whole John Gruden thing. Um, we disavow. Just disavow. ridiculous. Uh, yeah, obviously this is an anti-John Gruden podcast. Um, it's just, it's like, it's just frustrating that like, especially people like John Gruden, like he's been like shoved down our throats since since he was I've an analyst, football, yeah. Whether it be as an analyst or as quarterback coach, coach just, like it, doing it, the it draft stuff, that, yeah. Like that whole like just that bro attitude of like oh like some of those emails are just ridiculous and um it's disappointing to see from football in general like it it brings down the sport you know and as a head coach of any team it's like that's it's such a position of it's such a leadership position and you have such influence on people's lives and it's just it's horrible that uh someone that can be a head coach for over a decade um and is well respected in the league is fucking sending titty pics of cheerleaders to the owner like or to the gm like it's like it's just you like that shit that like like it's sad to say that like some places that's acceptable but it's like you would think that in 2021 or whenever these emails were sent that like he would know better to be doing stupid shit like yeah it's just that bro uh, that bro culture becoming a part of someone you know like it like sorry you peaked in high school you know like it it's just childish at that point, but yeah, and then the homophobic stuff too, which is ridiculous. Like what? Like what the fuck were you doing? Like who? If if any of that like actually impacted uh, any like 
like analyzing any actual like analyst, like de- 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 deciding whether you want to draft Michael Sam or some shit like that. Like that's absolutely ridiculous if that had any possible impact on any stuff like that. Just absolutely, absolutely horrible. Any comments on that? It's side? only the beginning. They're only looking into it because yeah. of the Washington football team, yeah, which I think is the, which I think email. is a disgraceful franchise to begin with, and the fact they're honoring Sean Taylor like a couple of days after this, all this got announced, like. The optics look so bad right now, and I think this is only going to get worse. We just haven't seen the worst of it yet. It's just sad at this point. It's disappointing that it's come to this. Mm-hmm. I say we get rid yeah, of the, both the teams entirely and just create two new teams. Yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, it's like like I'm no like I'm I'm no saint. Like I've done like stupid shit in my life for sure. And like yeah, no one is. Great, so you know, I don't think I've I don't think I've said anything racist or don't like I don't think I've said anything homophobic or any shit like that. Especially in a position of power, but um, it just it it sucks that like it's acceptable behind closed doors. Like I think we've all kind of experienced it. There's like certain like certain areas where like a, a, someone you know might be like perfectly perfectly like have perfectly mannered a win in public but like the second you get behind closed doors it's just like constantly throwing just vulgar shit out so it sucks that that's such a culture to the point where that can take place between a GM and a head coach of a NFL football team yeah just need to be better um, we need to usher in the new like the new generation too, like the generation that is more accepting and more inclusive and um and cares more about those kind of problems because at that point it's like it, it it's like it's one thing to like not do it right it's another thing to actively like be against it and make that like one of the values of the team which i think every team wants to do hopefully every team wants to do so yeah there's just no room for it in professionalism in general yeah, um, so I'm glad glad John Gruden's career is on its way. On it's, it's over. I don't. He's definitely not going to be back in the NFL. No shot. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll never get a job anywhere. He'll never get a job. He's done. Um, yeah, he's done. Which I mean, don't don't fucking cry for him because he made so much money off over his life that he doesn't need anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll be fine. Uh, so not. I don't. I'm not losing sleep over that. But yeah, it's just. It'll be interesting to see what else comes out because Zach's right. This is just the the tip of the iceberg for all this stuff that's going to come out, and it's not just Washington football team. It's going to be bigger than just one mm-hmm. team. So well, I'm uh, kind of nervous for like so, all of our respective teams that we root for. Like, mm-hmm. you better hope that they keep all their shit to themselves and not, you know, putting it out on an email. Like, no offense, kind of the stupidest thing you could have done is written it out on email. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, know. to to the other organizations, right? Business uh, I, email, it, like it's it, just ridiculous and not to say that it wasn't wrong just because they they got caught you know or, or not to say that it was wrong just because they got caught but yeah it's like how stupid can you be at one point you know <laughs> but so it'll be interesting um but yeah i mean any uh i don't i don't want to like i know that was kind of ending on a sour topic so i might throw this in the middle so we don't end on such a sour topic but i mean i got nothing else um, i mean i i think it was uh it was a good week last week. I'm looking forward to a good week this week. Just good football all around being played. We we got some really good games, so um, hoping that we get that again. Yeah, last week actually fucking sucked. So I don't know what you're talking <laughs> for about. For you. Horrible week in general, for losing in general, betting, fantasy. Just a bad week. Uh, so here's to next week being a better week. 
Um, and yeah, Zach, you want to say uh, say bye bye? Hope everyone had a great weekend and good luck in all your respective matchups.